hey guys, we've had a week to, you know, bring this all in, you know, filter down all this information we had. Uh, Todd, Rob, uh, how are we? One week uh, post uh, the, the clash. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. The uh, I'll tell you, getting a lot of feedback from everyone. Seemed like it was a, you know, a great event for both sides, but definitely uh, the matchups were everything that they thought they would be in the the fans uh fans enjoyed that show yeah i'm i'm with you i i i don't think it could have been much better honestly it's almost like you you wrote a script and you wanted a, a good iowa versus illinois duel and that's exactly what you got um every match the guys the guys and gals came out and, and battled um there's no quit in any of those those wrestlers for sure and uh yeah i'm really impressed by every one of them I think beforehand we kept saying, Hey, if this goes well, we'll do more. Well, I mean, what do you guys think? Did it go well? I, th I think it's time to start planning for more. I, I, I think it went awesome. I'm, I'm really excited about it guys. Before the event was over, we already had people coming to us and say, when's the next round? When are we going to do the next one? You know, uh, incredible, incredible. And if you weren't there, Ooh, you missed out on a good time. Yeah. Definitely missed out, but that's okay because there will be more opportunities and the video is still available. It's on our Patreon, um, $4.99 a month. But if you just want to see the video once, it'll cost you at $4.99 and then you can cancel. Doesn't matter. Um, but it's still available uh, to see. And um, I, I know I've watched it a couple of times again, and I, I know a couple of those matches almost give me goosebumps. They were so fun, you know. Definitely, uh, which, definitely a lot of excitement going on there. Um, you know, we owe it to a lot of people out there too, to help that helped us put that together. Uh, you know, our sponsors and everything you want to go through and, uh, let's talk about, uh, the people that helped, uh, put this event together and some of the people we, we owe a big, deep gratitude to. Yeah, absolutely. So we, like Jay said, we could not have done it without the sponsors support. So thank you guys very much. Um, run through those quick, uh, Ray's Barbershop, um, Tim Hernandez with EXP Realty, Godfather's Pizza, uh, QCA. LNW Betting, Brandon's Pub and Grill, GT Sports, and Custom Fit Personal Training. Thank you to all of them. Um, I know a lot of them uh, are, are businesses that I that we all kind of use a lot anyway. But if there's anything you guys ever need in terms of, you know, I mean, we've, we've covered it before, but Brandon's Pub and Grill, great place to gather with friends for a meal and a beer. Um, Custom Fit Personal Training is a good place to go work off that meal and a beer um after you're <laughs> after afterwards uh gt sports uh does all of our apparel and they do a heck of a good job we we uh we really appreciate working with those guys if you need a new bed lnw bedding is the quad city's only manufacturer of handcrafted mattresses which is pretty awesome um if you if you have any real estate needs tim hernandez is a great person to work with and then if you need a fresh haircut there's really no place better uh in the quad cities than ray's barbershop and how about that? How about that man behind the mic, Andy? Was he incredible or yes. what? Did he, I mean, he pumped the crowd up to a new level. Yes, I left that one out because I wanted you to mention that. Yes, Godfather's is a great place to go grab some pizza. Todd had pizza last night, and it looked for, it looked pretty darn amazing. <laughs> I I did, and it was uh, it did not disappoint. It was very good. Um, and yeah, Andy, I'll tell you, man, he he puts on a good show for sure. That was uh, that was pretty impressive. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I knew he did well because I know he does uh, gold gloves boxing events and we jumped on YouTube and I trusted him of uh, anyway, but I, I was like, I wonder what I wonder what his voice sounds like uh, behind the mic. And yeah, 
pretty dang good. That's what <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Um, be, let's before we jump into the matches, let's let's throw a couple more. Uh, and and if I miss anybody, you guys please jump in. Um, our fam our families all helped put on the event. My daughter and her friend did the uh, did the music. They did a great job. Um, our wives helped uh, with all the setup and and then and then admissions and um, apparel, um, and they did a great job. We appreciate that help as well. Um, my dad uh, helped get the the tables and chairs, which was huge. Um, we had a couple of wrestlers jump in and help with the transport of those. Um, the assumption team, um, a bunch of those guys, uh, coaches, family, and wrestlers helped uh, set up the gym as well. So thank you, Ernie and Bailey Pate. Scores table did a great job. Uh, our referees for the night, Adam Hargrave and Ben Marshall, uh, both Iowa high school state tournament experience referees, uh, did a really good job. I know Keaton was uh, running the camera, correct? Yep. Uh, we got Keaton. He did an amazing job. I mean, it was pretty pretty impressive on some of the highlights that I did see when he was zooming right in on the action, so you could definitely see what was going on. So, yeah. Um, Josh Meyer, obviously helping us out in the, kind of the background scene, getting everybody ready to, um, you know, line up and come out to their music, things like that. So um, trying to go through it in my head also, but those uh, those two stuck out. They did a great job. Uh, on the commentary, Joey Trezino and Bob Gallagher, phenomenal job. I could listen to those guys talk wrestling all day long. Yeah, they uh, they had they were play by playing it and saying what should happen. It was uh, that was pretty good. All right. And also, hey, we had a pretty good uh, post interview uh, guy that was uh, sitting in the corner doing the post interviews, getting the good questions out of these guys when they're, you know, they're gasping for breath, but hitting the right questions at the right time. So awesome job on that, Todd. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I tried to get them uh, fresh off the mat so we could uh, see, you know, no time to prepare type thing. Like, let's get some, uh, let's get some true feelings out here and see what they, you know, what they remember right off the mat. So it was, uh, it was fun. It was, uh, it was exciting to see, you know, kind of what points they remembered after that, uh, probably six minute blur out there and then we can't uh i mean obviously the wrestlers who who competed you know thank thanks to them as well for putting on a show um the coaches we had young guns coaches and nagogi coaches both representative and and probably some other clubs um that were there as well um and then numerous high school coaches were were in attendance as well we appreciate that and, and college uh several college coaches getting getting a good look at some of our local talent so yeah, thanks to everybody for and, and then all the fans um, as well. Um, what a great show, man! That was fun. So let's dig it at the top. Uh, let's go with our first match we had. Right, we had uh, Cody Trevino and Max Purdy of Illinois. Uh, talk about starting off right off right off the bat. Yeah, I mean uh, Cody. Wow, right? Like what? What an eighth grader. He's uh, he's gonna be something to deal with in the in the future. Um, he. You know, he kind of, I think he overwhelmed Max a little bit. I think he had a little bit more of a, uh, almost like a maturity advantage there for sure. Obviously, um, skill-wise, um, he might be even a little bit better too currently. But you know what? Hey, Max, he's only a seventh grader, so there's a good chance you guys might have to deal with him again next year. So um, we'll have to see if there's a, a current seventh grader or uh, a next year an eighth grader that is going to be able to, you know, step up and, and deal with him. Yeah, I would. Uh, I agree with all those comments. Cody Trevino is a very, very good eighth grader. Um, I've seen people, uh, and I think it's true, say he's pretty, pretty darn polished for a middle school wrestler. He's he's pretty darn good in in all positions. And uh, but Max, uh, 
not afraid to come out and fight, right? Cody, so Cody won by tech fall, um, but but Max never gave up. He, he's ready to fight. And yeah, I think these are both names that we're going to be watching for the next several years. Go through the go through the ranks. All right. So what do we have for our second match of the day? Uh, bout number two uh, also didn't disappoint. It was a fun way to 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 follow up. Uh, Ouchie Bernard from Rock Island took on uh, Pleasant Valley's Jack Miller. Um, this one, uh, in a way, uh, it, it could have gone either way. Towards the end, um, it looked like so. I, I, I'm not great at breaking down matches, so it, it ended up being 11-7. What I remember about it though is that Ouchie seemed like he was kind of pulling away. And then Jack kind of marched right back and uh, and 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 put him in danger late. Um, and then, if I remember right, Ouchie did get a takedown near the end. I, I want to say it was nine seven with probably under twenty seconds left in the match. And and Ouchie kind of dug deep and got another takedown. But getting late in the match, I I, I know for sure I felt like it could have gone either way. Jack Jack was marching back hard at near the end. Absolutely. I mean, I think everybody in the quad city knows that Jack is, uh, you know, one throw away from five, five extra points. So he's not afraid to go for it. And, you know, I think, uh, Ouchie was, uh, sucking a little wind there, you know, he had to, he had to dig deep and, and find a way to get that last takedown. So it was definitely closer than the 11, seven score shows. Like you said, there's the takedown could have tied it or ended up giving up a takedown losing 11, seven. So, that was a that was an exciting one to get us going, and, and we figured it would be. Todd, I think Todd called this match uh, from the get go. He said, "Hold on, guys, uh, second match of the night. Fireworks are going to start shooting because uh, you do not know what's going to be coming out of these two. And boy, it did not disappoint at all because uh, you know the whole time it it was anyone's match at any given time. Crazy, crazy scrambles going on, uh, some wild funk. You know, both guys were sucking a little wind at the end, but." Oh my gosh. If, uh, if you weren't standing by the second match of the night, you must have a bad hip or just glued to this bench. Cause it was incredible. All right. Match number three. Uh, we, we got our first, uh, look at a, at a, at a pretty darn good freshman in the quad cities, uh, Zachary Montez from Geneseo, uh, took on at Davenport West, Aiden Nicholas. Yeah. So, um, Zachary Montez first, uh, first high school duel. He's wrestled some high school matches. Um, you know, prior, but first high school duel, pretty good setting for a first high school duel match. Um, and he got to share it with his brother. So, which we can talk about later, but yeah, Zachary Montez, uh, going to be super tough this year for Geneseo. He, uh, it was like, this is another one that was a close match, um, up until I believe the third period where it ended up, um, I think Zachary got a a turn, you know, and kind of pulled away and then it kind of separated from there and, ended up being a 10-2 major decision over Aiden, but I'll tell you what, Aiden, Aiden surprised me a lot too. I know, I knew Zachary was really good, but uh, Aiden, Aiden showed some, uh, some serious talent. Yeah. Uh, both incredible wrestlers. It's going to be really fun to watch, follow both of them this year. You know, Aiden uh, a little bigger than what I remembered him, uh, but he's, he's looking uh, well put together as far as uh, Montez, man, uh, incredible freshman coming in there. You could see he might have had a little bit of jitterbugs at the beginning, but he settled right in. You know, you could see that wrestling mentality click somewhere in the second period. I remember seeing it, and he's just like, I've been here, done this before. Let's get to business, and and he did. So uh, we get four years of watching this kid. That's going to be a fun, fun four years. Yeah, sure should. I, I don't – I mean, we've seen stuff from his brother already, so I'm, I'm 
I hate to call out Anthony, but I think Zachary uh, Zachary might be on his way to uh, breaking all Anthony's records. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can, Anthony. Little brother's coming up. So then we go right into the big boys, right? So normally these guys, uh, they have to sit out and watch everyone else or else I'm watching, watch, watch. You know what? We threw a curveball at everyone. We said, let's bring out the 220s out here. Let's get a little excitement. Some big guys uh, going to town. So we have Bradley Hill, recent Iowa commit, Bettendorf High School, uh, versus Jeremiah Morris of Illinois. Um, you know, the score was uh, a little lopsided, but, you know, uh, Jeremiah went in there and he went into battle. You know, uh, that first minute, he was going to give it everything he could. A uh, little outmatched, but it was still really good, really exciting. And, uh, uh, you know, he fought all the way to the end. You know, this is one of those things about a dual meet that um, ended up coming back later, you know, to make it what it was, is the fact that, yeah, I, Jeremiah was overmatched a little bit, and he probably knew that coming in. He he knows Bradley. Everybody knows Bradley, right? So it was the fact of he fought off his back a few times where he could have just been like, you know what? No, it's an ex pretty much an exhibition match, uh, dual meet. Um, I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> situation, but, and I talked to Bradley about it afterwards. He's like, I don't know if I could ever pin that kid. He was the most flexible 220 pounder with his arms that I've ever seen. It was, uh, it was impressive. Um, Bradley tried to put him away a few times and you know what, Jeremiah just fought, fought, fought. And next thing you know, he's, he's like double jointed shoulders or something. I don't know what it was, but he ended up saving Illinois a team point there which um like i said and then coming down to the finish line that came that came up huge and that made the duel that last match possibly go either way i i agree with you tad that that was an incredible fight lots of heart shown by him um just another side note i think uh coach bass from assumption uh liked his walkout music i think i got a little clip of him uh doing a little dance into the notorious one it was hypnotized i believe right the song hypnotized by biggie biggie smalls there were a lot of good walkout songs. We can talk about which ones were our favorites too later if we want. Uh, next matchup, <clears throat> Riverdale's Brock Smith uh, took on uh, Bettendorf's Jace Luna in a, in a solid match as well. Uh, quick note on that one, Jace Luna did jump in. We had, a, uh, we had an injury uh, from our, our original plans, and Luna jumped in and took, and took a match and filled in a spot and came to battle. So we appreciate that. And yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, Jay's, yeah. Uh, Jay's always been a gamer. He's, uh, ever since he's came up through the ranks, we talked about this in the pre-show. He's been at the top of his, top of his age bracket forever. I think what we said, he won numerous five plus whatever in a row district titles as a, as a youth wrestler. So he's, uh, he, he not afraid of the spotlight and he came to perform, um, Brock Smith. He might've had my favorite, uh, walkout song i know we talked about this it was, it was a pretty good one but he's uh he's one that's just fully committed right now he's he's in for wrestling year round and it, it showed he came out and battled and he got to those legs quite a few times um i know he wasn't probably happy after the when i saw him in the post match interview he wasn't too happy with the way he didn't finish a couple of those shots but that just that just shows you how tough chase luna is yeah uh great match uh two very good wrestlers um, before, uh, before they, uh, came out to wrestle, I went up to, uh, both of them, uh, lots of excitement, lots of, you know, I'm looking at the score and that was a six, two match and boy, there was a lot of action for a six, two match there. I mean, uh, a lot of times you didn't know who would be in. We saw a couple wild, crazy scrambles. 
a little bit of funk. Um, Brock, though, man, he is well put together. I put my hand on him. It, take out the B. He is a rock. He is just solid through and through. I mean, and, you know, good luck to anyone that's going to be wrestling him this year because I'm impressed with him. And, yeah, by far a uh, little less uh, talk, a lot more action. And that, that was his theme going into that. So the king lives on. Yeah, that was another match, too, that, you know, I think it was four to two with 25 seconds left, 30 seconds left. So, yeah, the 6-2 score shows that, you know, four-point decision. But I think Jace had to go for something at the end to try to get it to overtime and gave up a takedown. So definitely one of those ones that was way closer than the score looked. All right, next matchup was uh, Moline's Alex, Alex Schmacht. And uh, and Wilton's Brody Brisker, and I'll I'll say uh, similar to what I just said about Luna, uh, Brody jumped in. We had an injury. Brody was willing to come in and battle because uh, I think he's got the mentality, which a lot of these guys do. If you um, if you just stay ready, you never have to get ready, right? Or whatever that quote is. He was ready and jumped in, and and uh, and again came to battle. I was excited. Uh, this is you know uh, a good match. I know it ended with a fall, but you know uh, Brisker. Uh, first of all. How about the following Wilton man? I think that was a small one of the smallest communities we had there, and uh, they might have had as much or as many fans as anyone there. I mean, they got loud rowdy during that match. Um, like Rob said, uh, awesome job. Stepped in and uh, you know filled in a weight class. He was giving up a little bit of weight, you know, and you could see that going into the second period. But um, overall, great match. Now I want to talk about uh, uh, Schmack here, man. That kid is a gamer. I mean. He finished his match, went did a post-interview with Todd, comes back over to me. He's not even dressed yet. He's still in the singlet. And he goes, what's the next one up? I'm ready to go. He goes, let's take on, you know, all the winners that we had out of the Quad Cities. Let's take on the world. I'm ready. I'm like, all right, easy, bud. <laughs> let's, let's enjoy this one. Then we'll move on. But uh, always a gamer, man. Fun watching that kid, Russell. I enjoyed watching him practice the last uh, four or five years um, at Young Guns. And now going forward, it's going to be a fun final year for him. Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, I get obviously a, an up close look at him being, um, he's in like two of my classes at school. <laughs> and I also obviously get to see him, uh, you know, in Moline's practices here and there. So he's, uh, he's one that is just, you know, fell in love with the sport and doesn't miss a practice, always looking for the next one, kind of taking that. Um, and it makes sense because Charlie Farmer kind of took him under his wing when Charlie Farmer was there. And he's like, this is what you need to do to get to a certain point. And what happened? He followed it. And now he's working out all over the place. He's doing everything, everything the right way. He's keeping his diet under control. Like you said, he's always ready to go. So he doesn't stop wrestling all year round. And he's, uh, he's bought in and the, the results are showing. So next matchup, uh, a couple football players, uh, Cade Sheedy from Davenport North took on um, Rock Island Steven Marquez in, uh, in another really good battle. Um, this one, I thought possibly the football conditioning, you know, not really being in wrestling shape might affect it a little bit. But honestly, towards the end, I know they were both they were both tired, but they were both battling the entire match. The third period had had as much action as the first. No, nope, absolutely. That match was uh tight from start to finish uh I don't, I don't think till late in the third period could we really even uh predict or, or figure out who who was going to be winning that match uh two football guys you know i was thinking the same thing yeah they're gonna come in a little soft oh no they came in they're battling there's like two big old bucks going at it you know all the way to the end so you know i did have a side note with uh with this i did uh go to uh 
St. Ambrose with uh, Cade's dad, I believe it was. So I wonder if he's still rolling on the mat with him because Cade looks pretty, uh, pretty well off and I don't want dad to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, that, that match, I'll tell you, uh, Cade is, he's, he's put together pretty well. So I don't know if I would uh, tango with that. So, but I'll tell you the, uh, that's another one, an eight, four match, uh, third period takedowns kind of separated the, separated the gap. But I definitely think it was one of those ones in the third period. They were kind of full standing there. It looked like a Rocky Balboa match in the in the twelfth round. They're just like, all right, who's gonna go? And then finally, boom! One of them takes a shot, gets a gets a takedown, and uh, kind of separates it. But two point match in the third period, just like pretty much everything else that we had going on that night. Yep. And so our next match, uh, we had uh, a girls match. We had Jadalyn Daly from Davenport West. Uh, and she took on Rebecca Ferguson of Rock Island. Jadalyn is, I'll tell you, she is tough. She is, uh, she, I think she, she had a little bit of a size advantage. I would say we were trying to come up with this matchup and, um, you know, um, special shout out to, uh, Abby Meyer for kind of bringing this to our attention, bringing it, saying, Hey, you know, this could be a, a really good matchup. I know that uh, I know both sides and I think this could be a good match for you guys as we wanted to try to promote women's wrestling or girls wrestling in high school. So, um, I was, um, I was definitely super surprised, I guess, with, uh, the, the difference in the size, but, but not the fight, uh, Rebecca Ferguson, she went out there, battled, got to the legs a few times. And I think the, the little bit of the size advantage kind of was against her, but, um, Jadalyn knows what she's doing. She's, uh, she's pretty, she's pretty tough. We get to see that a lot. So it's, uh, it's fun to watch. Exactly, uh, Todd. A great match. Uh, a lot of excitement, a lot of fireworks going on during that match. Now, this match, if I'm correct, uh, this was just post-intermission, uh, right? So what was our score going into intermission at that point? We're at the halfway mark right now, right, guys? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was 10-10 um, or 13-13, something like that at, uh, at intermission. So I'm pretty sure it was tied. All I was going to mention is the sportsmanship. So the guys, we had good sportsmanship all night long. But there's just another level of sportsmanship sometimes with these with these women wrestlers. Um, you, you you'll often see them battle and 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 almost you know blood and tears on the mat and then uh, and then and then maybe a hug at the end. So the 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 sportsmanship of uh, of women wrestling to me has always really stood out as as being pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, I know we're excited about it on this side of the river. Um, IHSA is having its first um, all girls state tournament this year. Um, IHSA approved. So it's not just an organization putting this together. It's actually the IHSA that's running the state tournament. So that's going to be exciting. I know Moline just uh, itself has like about five or six girls um, that are practicing. And there's actually talks of um, when we're hoping that Moline is going to, to sanction the, uh, the first actual um, girls wrestling only team in uh, the Western big six here, hopefully next year. Obviously, there's got to be some talks about it, but um, we're, we're trying to push that as the next up and coming sport just because it is growing so much. And, and just seeing seeing the excitement that these two put on for the crowd, I can imagine um, if we bring a bunch of that to the Quad Cities, it'd be amazing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree on that one. All right. Next up, uh, Moline, uh, Noah, Moline's Noah Tapia and Assumptions Michael Macias. Another another phenomenal match here. Yeah, for me, it was uh, obviously I was excited. Noah, you know, Noah's probably a little bit bigger than, than Michael, but we know Michael is he's always been a gamer. 
He's another one. It reminds me of Jace Luna, just ready to show up and scrap. And it was a 10-6 decision, but I'll tell you what, he put uh, he put Noah in danger a few times where he was getting close to some swipes on some of those reversals. And um, it was, uh, it, be honest with you, I thought it was a little closer than I thought it was going to be. And that just shows you the toughness of Michael Macias. Two great wrestlers there. Uh, you know, a state champion with Noah Tapia. Uh, just really sound uh, wrestler, uh, worked really hard throughout the match. Then you got Michael Macias. You dropped spotlight. That kid just, he finds gears that I, I didn't even know he would have there, you know. Um, we talked about the team atmosphere and, and stuff like that. Uh, he was at right at, uh, at risk of uh, losing by a major decision. Then he pulls that back into a decision. I think that was a major factor and uh, the team scores as well. So once again, Two phenomenal wrestlers. Going to be fun watching them this season. Uh, I believe we get an extra year with Noah. He's only a junior, correct? Yes, that is correct. He is only a junior this year. So, um, yeah, exciting well, thing from him this year. Should be uh, – has a chance, and not to put any pressure on him, has a chance to be, a, you know, a three-time state champ for the Maroons. Definitely. Um, those two are both juniors. So, actually, yeah, we have, we have this year and next with both those guys. So, we might maybe we'll see a, maybe we'll see a rematch in the future as well. Um, another freshman made his uh, Quad City uh, high school uh, dual debut, TJ Kester of Bettendorf. Um, he wrestled Dalton Nimrick of, uh, of Alleman. What do you guys think? TJ I've seen TJ. Sorry, I interrupted you. I was just going to say I've seen TJ wrestle a lot over the years um, coming up through the Bettendorf club. Um, but, yeah, this was your guys' first time. What do you think? I was really impressed, you know. Uh... You know, anytime you put a freshman up against a senior, you don't know what's going to happen, especially dropping uh, that uh, that spotlight on a freshman every time, you know. But, you know, once again, just as Montez did, TJ stepped up his game. Uh, you know, he said, hey, I've been here, done this before. It's just a job. I'm going to get in here and get it done. Uh, really impressed. Uh, I, you know, that kid, uh, we're going to be looking for him at the top of the podium on the Iowa State, uh, Iowa side this year. Uh, as far as uh, Nimrick, uh, good work ethic. Uh, just needs to keep in there and uh, keep the head down, keep grinding. And I think we're going to see uh, him do some phenomenal things this senior season. Yeah, it was great for uh, Nimrick to step in there. I love trying to get, um, you know, some some Allman High School representation. Um, you have new coach uh, Norman Jacks over there that he's he seems to be doing things the right way so far. It was pretty cool that, uh, but his uh, his ex coach and uh, James Healy got to sit in the corner. He had uh, James is coaching with us at Moline now. So he had his Moline top on, but he had his all his Allman stuff uh, underneath. So he comes taking off all of his Moline stuff, putting on his Allman stuff so he can coach in the corner. And then he puts back on all of his Moline stuff. So <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was pretty exciting for, uh, for, for James to be able to do that too. I know that he uh, obviously he's dealt with Nimrick quite a bit in the future. So that was a pretty cool experience. That is really cool. All right, next up, uh, we've only got four more matches, guys. And it, 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 like the last ones, all of them haven't been amazing enough. The, the next four would keep you on the end. I mean, I know that we're all on the edge of our seats, no doubt about it. So um, first of the last four, um, Anthony Montez of Geneseo. He wrestled Peyton Westland of, uh, of, of North Scott. And, man, that was a battle. Incredible. I mean – uh, if you hadn't gotten your money's worth already, these last four matches, uh, at this point in time, we don't know who's going to win the duel, who's going to win each match. It Anything's a, a fair play. 
we ended up with a 4-3 match uh, going down to the very last seconds. Uh, Montez uh, does what Montez does, you know, uh, two nice pickups, uh, delivery back to the mat. Uh, excellent job riding for him. Uh, you know, Peyton Westland fought all the way to the end. He's so long. Uh, he's going to get in there on your legs. And then uh, a lot of crazy funk going on there as well. So uh, at this point in time, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, you need to tune in because these last four matches were incredible. Yeah, I don't think anybody would expect anything less with a, a top kid from Geneseo and a top kid from uh, North Scott. I mean, two two schools on each side of the river, great programs. And to have their top kids represented at the same weight class, it was like we knew we were in for a, a pretty good show there. And you know what? It just happened. Montez pulled this one out. And if they wrestle again, which could possibly happen, um, you know, who knows? Because Peyton was right there. Yeah. At this point, uh, I think I was ready to say, man, is that that might be the match of the night. Right. And then and then all that happened next was Trace Gephardt takes on Gage Ship. Uh, Trace, another North Scott kid, takes on Gage Ship of uh, Galesburg. And uh, honestly, after that one, I was like, that's the match of the night. Right. That was that was at that point. That was the next one. So what would you guys think of that one? Boy, uh, you know, that that match goes on, you know, these two, they practice with, with each other at uh, Young Guns on a regular basis. So they know each other. They know the moves. They know what the other one's even thinking at that moment. So I can't imagine, you know, it, it, this is a chess match. This ain't checkers and this ain't simple wrestling. At this point in time, these kids are making uh, college decisions. They're probably wrestling as well as some college wrestlers I've seen in the past. Um you know, Gephardt studied, uh, studied his style, noticed he was leading with the left, switched over to that high C series. Um, guys, incredible wrestlers. Uh, one thing I did see in there was a little East Coast funk that they brought home from Jody Strickmatter as well. Uh, both got into the, into a little uh, funk position, seeing high leg. I saw the counter on it where uh, Ship tried putting a stop on it, but uh, two incredible wrestlers did not disappoint. I don't care who won that match. It was awesome. Yeah, this is a fun one. And we, we pretty much, we knew that coming in, we knew that, you know, Gage is super tough on top and, and that's what ended up actually probably giving him the lead. I believe in the last 30 seconds to 45 seconds there was he ended up getting a, you know, a, an Easton wing turn. Um, I don't think it was a little bit of a combination of both there. So it was uh five, four going into 40, 45 seconds left and, um, you know, maybe where there was a little bit of a mistake is, is Gage just kept pressing forward. He wanted to score more, wanted to score more, wanted to score more. And that allowed Trace to get to his leg. And I, I want to say that last scramble was, I mean, that thing had to last 25 seconds. Um, crowd's going crazy. Both sides are yelling two, no two, two, no two. And I right at the buzzer. Um, ref calls two, other side ref confirms it. Coaches are going berserk on both sides. Uh, fans are going nuts. I mean, that was uh, that was a pretty exciting moment of the night. Yeah, that was. So at that, that point, then you're like, well, I know me and you talked even at the mo at that moment. We're like, match of the night. That was it. That was the one, right? And then the next match, Sterling's Drew Kested takes on uh, Assumptions Alan Couture, and that one actually went to overtime. Even it was so tight. And uh, and and Kested ended up getting the win in overtime four two, but yeah, what did, what are your guys' thoughts about that one? 
Uh, it was some slick stuff. Um, I'll tell you, Kested was uh, for coming right off of the football field there. I was super impressed with uh, the way he just jumped right back in. Just shows you the type of athlete he is. Plays DB. We mentioned this. Plays quarterback for Sterling, who's a, they have an amazing football program. And he jumps right in, right onto the mat, and comes out and and goes toe to toe with probably one of our uh, best 160 pounders in the area, Couture. So it was uh, exciting. I know Kested fought off a lot of uh, Couture's attacks on the edge. And that seemed to be the difference. Like Allen was getting to his legs. Kested was fighting off on the edge, fighting off on the edge, fighting off on the edge. Couldn't get any points on it on in those situations. And then got into overtime and kind of, it looked like almost like his foot slipped out of Allen's, Allen's grip and boom, right behind him. So that was uh, another one. It was, I don't know if the crowd could have got any louder at that point. That was pretty cool. I, Tad, you summed it up perfect. You know, uh, Allen was getting in on the legs. He just couldn't get the finish on it. And uh, in overtime, you know, I would I'd even call that almost a, a small scramble. Uh, a scramble wins it, man. And when you get down to a scramble, it, it's 50-50 game now. And whoever wants it more or whoever just happens to be in that right position at the right time, you know, they get the win. So I think you uh, run this match 10 times, you get five winners each time, different, you know, different style each side. So uh, excellent match. Goes right into our finals match then with, uh, I believe, only a two- or three-point lead for Iowa. Three, Yeah, it was a three-point difference at that point. It would have been uh, 28-25, right? So an Illinois win um, in the last match at least ties the, uh, at least ties the team score. Um, state champ versus state champ, marquee match, uh, Illinois' Cole Brower, or Moline. Illinois has Moline's Cole Brower. IWCOA state champ last season and Iowa has Bettendorf's Dustin Bourne, a uh, uh, Iowa state champ last season. So three point dual score difference, state champ versus state champ. What the heck's going to happen? This is wild. This was insane. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, for me, you know, I was so lucky. I got to see both of these guys wrestle as, as kids. I think they're fourth graders when they both came in the young guns club with my son. Uh, they were you know, it, it was so funny to see how, how they've uh, changed, not only in size, but their technique, their ability, uh, both were uh, just, it, it was incredible, you know, um, so it was, it was an honor, it was a privilege for me to see both these kids wrestle, uh, both are going to have incredible careers post high school, high school, so um, I'm looking forward to following them to the next level, uh, it, it's going to be a blast, both put on the show, uh, laid it out in line and, and came down to a one point uh, match and uh, couldn't ask for anything better on either side. Uh, two incredible uh, families, two incredible wrestlers, uh, good kids on and off the match. So uh, the sky's the limit what they're going to do in the, in the future. Yeah, I was, um, I was excited about this one. I was nervous, obviously too. It was, uh, came down to it. And I, I know Rob and I were, were running around, and I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, what do we do? If it does tie, is it, do we have a criteria? And then he thought criteria was one thing. And then I was like, I think it's this. And it was like, we got to figure it out real fast to see what's going on here. Um, but it ended up not mattering. You know what? Dustin Boren uh, showed up and he, man, that kid on top, he, he, that was the match right there, in my opinion. Like he just put a ride on Cole and, and, uh, you know, just 
it kind of exposed Cole a little bit, and now he knows what he needs to work on moving forward, so that's good. But, yeah, state champ versus state champ. I think they um, – back and forth, it was, you know, came down to um, actually I think a stall call um, in the third period. Cole couldn't get out, and there was a previous stall call with some uh, injury time type situation with uh, some tape or something. I didn't see that part, but um, I know that – the, the stall call at the end, put them up five, four, and you, you got to try to get out there. I think there was still good enough, enough time to get out to, uh, to make, maybe get it to overtime. But uh, Dustin put the stops to that right away. So it was great to see the Bourne family again, uh, the Brower family, obviously he was coaching t- uh, team Illinois. So it was, uh, it was exciting on both sides. And I, like I said, I don't think, I don't think the fans could have got anything better there. The only, the only thing I can think of is, is, uh, in the whole night really is and like me and you talk Todd Todd obviously you're a you're an Illinois guy uh I was like man we couldn't uh, you could not have scripted that night any better and you're like well if Illinois won it might have been a little better but but that's <laughs> it like it was it was an incredible night of wrestling uh capped off with an incredible match so Cole um is heading into his senior year he's uh committed to wrestle at the University of Illinois um, fighting Illini, uh, it's, it's going to be an incredible, uh, fun watching him over the next uh, several years. And then Dustin, undecided still, um, hoping he decides to wrestle in college, and we'll be able to watch him hopefully in the future as well. But again, heading into his senior year at Bettendorf, and yeah, on top of uh, 26 other wrestlers we got to watch, those two, um, those two put on a show right at the end, and it was fun. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh... I don't know what college coaches are waiting for. They need to throw some offers at Dustin Bourne. He comes into preseason nationals, runs through. I don't even know. I was talking to his, his dad about it. It's like 80 some kids in the bracket. Um, loses in overtime to the the, uh, the eventual champ, and then comes in and uh, beats a, a nationally ranked kid in our dual meet. So I mean, he's he's D one level college material. I I would be surprised he doesn't go somewhere big, and the offers don't start rolling in here soon. Yep. Yep. I agree with you. So final score of the very first uh, QCA clash, Iowa 31, Illinois 25. What's going to happen next guys. What's going to happen next time. It could be Illinois. And so many of those matches are literal coin flips that, I mean, Illinois, Illinois is going to want to come back and take the next one, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. We got to, you know, we got some work to do. We got to, we got to put together something to, you know, compete with uh, Iowa. It looks like, like you said, it could have went either way. I think we talked about this previously. I think Jay said it. He's like, he he tried to do the score three times in a row, came up with three different scenarios, you know, of like, who's going to win. I think one might even been a tie or or whatever. So we knew it was going to be close. Some of the matches, maybe not exactly what we, we anticipated, but I'll tell you, it was uh, when it came down to it, it was uh, it was perfect. It ended up um, coming down to the last match. Everybody was on the edge of their seat. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens next year. And uh, hopefully, hopefully this will continue. I don't see why it wouldn't, but um, maybe maybe with the restrictions being lifted, we can get uh, get over to the Illinois side of the river going to be exciting. I think we have a lot of great opportunities in front of us. Uh, you know, we asked for the, uh, the community to respond and, and they responded overwhelmingly. Uh, incredible wrestlers, incredible sponsors, incredible fans. Uh, for the fans that were there, 
tell friends, man. Uh, if you had a good time, you know, bring four more friends with you next time because we want to load the load that gym because I think the feed that uh, the wrestlers get from you as a crowd just makes them uh, all the more pumped up and takes them guys to a whole nother level as well. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors. Also, I think uh, thank you to our two coaches uh, with Brower in one corner, Taney in another corner. I think someone posted a picture even of them two when they're a couple of years younger. I think that they might have wrestled each other in some open old man's tournament. So uh, lots of great things going on. Lots of great things ha- going to happen in the future. Yeah, that was uh, that would have been uh, one heck of a tiebreaker right there. Coaches, <laughs> coaches strap up. Time to go. So, you know, that would have been, uh, that would have been an interesting way to do it. And also special thanks. Um, I know, I don't know if everybody realizes this out there, but Alan Couture did our uh, post-match write-up. Like, wow, that was, that was pretty impressive, especially, you know, obviously his match didn't go the way he wanted and didn't skip a beat in his article. Like to even have to put yourself in that situation and still come through. Like I, my respect for Alan has always been through the roof, but man, wow, that, that side of it that was impressive that was uh i did not expect that i will say so thank you alan uh couture for that that was uh we we definitely appreciate that that was amazing yeah he did he did a very good job and it it solidified jay's kind of called him the clark kent of quad city wrestling and it kind of solidified that as well he's he's a darn good journalist too so pretty awesome all right guys as we uh as we get ready to close this episode down um just mention um, we talked about doing uh, additional like QCA clash type events. So we're, we're hoping we're going to plan on doing another one, just like what we just did uh, annually, right? Annual QCA clash. Um, we're also looking at um, we're starting planning for a postseason event as well. We don't know what that'll look like quite yet, um, but some sort of a postseason event um, to help highlight our local wrestlers as well. Hey, and we need you guys to stay tuned as well, because we had a lot of big uh, action coming our way. Uh, we're going to be having our season rankings coming out of uh, this year, and it's going to be QC and all the QC area. So it'll be Iowa and Illinois together. Uh, we got our college, uh, where are they now, rankings coming out, and our uh, team previews. So coaches, as soon as you get them, we need you to fill them out, kick them back to us. Let's talk about your team and what's going to be coming up this season. Yeah, not only that, you know, people that have enjoyed the streams in the past, we have some definitely some really good matchups this year for our streaming. I, the Moline Rock Island duel will be exciting. Um, we're going to have the Western Big Six tournament. I'm gonna, we're going to try to get out there and, and do that. And then all the Bettendorf home events, um, all their home duels will be covered. And then obviously, if there's anything else, we do have some other matches that some marquee matchups that we're looking at doing. So um, if, if somebody's interested and they think it's going to be something that that would be worth us doing, like reach out to us, let us know. And, uh, you know, that's an option. So the other thing that we'd like to mention is help us out on YouTube because we'd like to bring back some, some more uh, feeds to you. And it allows us once we get to a thousand subscribers, I think we're just over like 600, 620, something like that right now. Um, If we can start streaming from a mobile device that just allows us to go multiple places, not have to set up an entire uh, streaming situation. We can use our mobile devices and bring you guys uh, some videos, video content right from our phones. So that would be amazing. Try to push, try to get some friends, try to get some neighbors, whatever it takes to, to get us to over a thousand subscribers, not just likes, you got to subscribe. So make sure that you subscribe and then we can bring you that content all season. It'd be awesome. Yeah. And as far as uh, how, how to subscribe, because 
if you do need to sign in to your YouTube account, uh, and it could be your Gmail or whatever, um, whatever email you use, and then you have to find QCA Wrestle and hit the subscribe button. So we'll, we'll maybe even do like screenshots to make it real easy. Um, and we'll post it on Facebook later on, but um, yeah, you have to be in your account um, that you use for YouTube and then you have to hit subscribe. So, yep, yep, good points. And, uh, and we, we would really appreciate that because we, we just want to bring more, more high, we want to highlight as much wrestling as we possibly are able to. So if, uh, if you can help us out with that, that would be really nice. We appreciate it. So, all right, guys, any closing, any, any closing thoughts? Uh, I, 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 I'll, I'll start real fast. Uh, Cause I didn't say this to, to you guys, but thanks to both of you for your hard work as well. It was a, it was an awesome event and uh, man, I can't wait to start working on the next one. What do you guys got? Definitely going to be exciting. Definitely going to be an exciting year going forward. Uh, you know, Rob uh, started this with a, a dream about a year ago. He said, Jay, let's put a super uh, star team together. And uh, if it wasn't for Rob, I don't know if I would have pushed through it because I'm like, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of liability, a lot of people. But, hey, it came together. And, and uh, man, talk about kickstarting a season off on the right foot. Things are going to be bigger. Things are going to be great this year. And uh, hold on, everyone. It's going to be a fun ride. Yeah, I mean, same thing on my end. Thank you guys, obviously, for bringing me on. I was pretty excited. First, uh, first real event for me um, with QCA Wrestle, and that was, uh, that was pretty awesome to be a part of. Obviously, your guys' families and everything like that helped out tremendously, and our sponsors couldn't do it, couldn't do it without them. So the kids got some awesome gear out of it. They, they, they were excited about their singlets and shirts and everything like that. So all the sponsors, you guys made that possible. Um, thanks a lot. Can't wait till next time. All right. Thanks everybody. Take care.